2: A government opens fire at an Airbnb party in the US. Labour dealt a reality check in the polls after a tough first week on the campaign trail. Cruisers are back Sydney Harbour to welcome its first ship in two years. Fighting on, Ukrainian forces reject a Russian deadline to surrender in Mariupol. And Matt Tabernacle bags a career best as Fremantle thrash Essendon.
0: This is seven years. With Sally Bowery.
2: Good morning. Two teenagers have been killed and at least nine others wounded after a gunman opened fire at a house party in the US. Let's go straight to US correspondent David Woywood. Morning David, take us through how this unfolded.
3: Well Sally, more than 200 people had been crammed into this house party at a rented Airbnb property in Pittsburgh. Police say that most of those people in attendance were under 18 years of age when this barrage of gunfire has broken out. More than 50 rounds were fired into the property. Some of these partygoers, they escaped by jumping out windows, sustaining injuries, but 11 people were wounded in the attack. Two males, believed to be under 18, were driven to hospital by those at the party, but sadly were pronounced dead on arrival. Now, this is the third shooting in nine days occurring at parties hosted at Airbnb properties here in the United States. Look, no motive for this uh, shooting at the moment and police say they are still hunting several suspects.
2: All right, thank you very much. David Woywood reporting in the US there. Back home and Labor's taken a dive in the polls. The latest figures showing Anthony Albanese losing ground as preferred Prime Minister. Political reporter Taylor Aiken is in Canberra. Taylor, what does this mean for the election?
4: Sally, good morning. Well, it means after one week on the campaign trail, the race for the top job is narrowing, according to the latest poll. The Resolve poll in nine newspapers shows that support for Anthony Albanese has plummeted seven points to 30%, Scott Morrison climbing two points to 38%, with 32% of people remaining uncommitted. Anthony Albanese will want to start the week on a fresh note, attending the Blues Fest in Byron Bay last night to uh, announce Jimmy Barnes on stage. He was met with a mixed reception, though, when uh, when introducing his friend Jimmy Barnes following a week filled with bungles over key economic figures and border policy.
3: Would you please...
4: Both leaders will embark on week two of the election campaign on opposite sides of the country. Scott Morrison flew to Perth overnight looking to woo voters in the West, announcing changes to the first homebuyers scheme and an announcement on two new patrol boats for the West Coast. OK, Sorry. thank you very much. Taylor Oaken reporting in Canberra there. Australia's
2: cruise industry will burst back to life this morning with the first vessel set to sail into Sydney within hours. P&O's Pacific Explorer will be greeted by water cannons at 9.30. After two years of pandemic restrictions on liners finally came to an end. But there are still some rules in place. Crews and passengers over the age of 12 need to be fully vaccinated. They'll also need a negative COVID test before they travel. Travellers arriving at Brisbane Airport are being warned to expect major delays this morning with 55,000 people expected to pass through the gates. That's almost as many as the airport's record day last Thursday. Passengers are being told to arrive at least two hours ahead of their flight and pre book transport to the terminal. The Easter long weekend travel spike has given the national economy a $7 billion boost. Ukraine has defied a Russian deadline to lay down arms in Mariupol, vowing to fight on. Moscow had ordered the remaining Ukrainian forces to surrender, saying it'll eliminate anyone left fighting in the southern city. 20,000 civilians have already been killed there since the invasion began, and it's understood more than 100,000 are trapped.
1: No, city still is not fallen. There is still our... Uh, Military forces, our soldiers, so they will fight till the end. And as for now, they still are in Mariupol.
2: Russia has continued its attacks on Ukraine's second biggest city, Kharkiv. These pictures, captured by a seven news crew, show paramedics risking their own lives to help injured. At least five people have died and dozens more injured. Tributes are flowing from around the world for a Perth man killed in a horror air disaster in the Kimberley. Johnson Manger died the plane he was a passenger on, crashed and burst into flames. A nurse and father to a little boy, Manger was heading to Outback WA to help with the extreme staff shortages in hospitals.
1: To see this tragedy occur is just devastating. We extend our condolences to the family of the nurse who unfortunately perished in the incident.
2: The pilot remains in hospital fighting for life. It's Australia's seventh deadly air disaster this year. A ferocious blaze in Melbourne's south has left two fast food shops in ruins. A red rooster outlet and neighbouring kebab shop caught a light around midday, both collapsing from the intensity of the flames. Crews struggled to bring it under control.
3: Water was difficult around here being
2: fire hydrants. We had to go a fair way for fire hydrants. Staff and customers were able to escape without serious injury. The cause is not yet known. A group of holidaymakers has escaped serious injury after a shocking hit-and-run crash north of Adelaide. Police say a driver attempted a dangerous overtaking move and ran two cars in a caravan off the road. But one of the victim's vehicles had dashcam, revealing the suspect's registration and leading police to his door. He's been charged with a range of offences, including dangerous driving. Queensland's police union has slammed a decision to grant bail to two men involved in a vicious brawl outside a Gold Coast nightclub. A police officer was coward punched and knocked unconscious during the incident, winding up in hospital.
3: These offenders are now back out in the community while two of our members needed to be admitted to hospital to be treated for their injuries. Nothing will dissuade people from assaulting police other than mandatory prison sentences.
2: The men have been charged, one of them with serious assault of a police officer. Grocery prices are soaring and according to market analysts there is no relief in sight. Research from the investment bank, UBS, found the cost of groceries rose by 4.3% in just three months at Woolworths and 3.2% at Coles. Beef and lamb were among the most expensive items. The war in Ukraine, coupled with shipping delays and supply chain issues, are driving prices up. A proposal to introduce cashless gaming cards in New South Wales looks set to be dropped. News Corp's reporting the plan, which would see gamblers register and preload money onto a card like the Opal public transport system, has divided the government. It's designed to reduce problem gambling and money laundering, but its detractors have called it an invasion of privacy. Australian researchers have uncovered a shocking level of toxic plastic making its way into food that we eat. Microplastics have been found on our beaches, in our water, and now in some of our favourite seafood. South Australia's seafood is world-renowned, but a new study claims it could be under threat. What happens is that a lot of larger chunks of plastic get thrown into the ocean and then they begin to degrade. Creating what's known as microplastics, a toxic material that Flinders University researchers have found in alarming quantities. It's pollution, essentially, so you can think of these you know, slightly toxic little bits of plastic finding their way into into the food we eat. And they can cause severe inflammatory reactions when ingested. The more there is, the more toxic that food becomes. And, you know, at what level does it get before you can eat it? That's still unknown. It's enough to put many people off altogether.
1: Not good, not good. Imagine what it's doing to your body. I feel sick now.
2: While quantities were worse at more populated beaches, the pollutants didn't discriminate. They're everywhere. Every single place we looked had approximately eight pieces of microplastic per per litre of water. Researchers hope the findings serve as a sobering wake-up call and prompt authorities to intervene before it gets any worse.
1: It's now our responsibility to try and limit it.
2: Rosie Barnett, 7 News. A new study has found teenagers are growing risk of severe sleep issues and so-called smartphone addiction could be to blame. The research from Resilient Youth Australia found more than a quarter of children aged between 8 and 11 are on their phones after 10pm. The stats were higher among older kids. Scientists say this reduces their chances of getting a minimum eight hours sleep and to sleep disorders. Diabetics will soon be able to access life-changing technology for a fraction of the cost. It's all thanks to a smart sensor that measures sugar levels day and night, now being listed on the PBS.
1: These are the game-changing devices giving diabetics like Olivia Bailey a better quality of life. It's been life-changing. Prior to having the CGM, I used to do maybe five to seven finger pricks per day. A continuous glucose monitoring sensor is inserted under the skin, sending time-sensitive information via Bluetooth about a diabetic's sugar levels to a handheld device. A
3: critical part of your body's day-to-day stability. Without a CGM, it's really hard to work out what's going on.
1: For most sufferers, CGMs are unaffordable, costing up to $5,000 per year. Only those planning to start a family on concession or under 21 receive a subsidy but from July 1 they'll become $390 per year or $32.50 per month regardless of who wins the election. There's already a push for the subsidy to include insulin pumps too. They cost upwards of $10,000 so for those without private health the cost is out of reach. This is something I used to dream about when I was a child. We'd encourage um, both sides of government
2: to give that some consideration. Ashley Kanowski, Seven News. A look at finance now and global markets are closed for the Easter long weekend. Checking the commodities, gold is at US$1,974 an ounce. Oil is US$107 a barrel. The Aussie dollar is buying 73.94 US cents, 93 Japanese yen and $1.09 New Zealand. The Duke and Duchess of Sussex have celebrated Easter on the sidelines of the Invictus Games. The sweet moments continued on day two of the event. The couple arriving at the athletics venue hand in hand. Harry and Meghan were captured meeting and hugging competitors before watching the volleyball competition side by side. Harry later watched the archery match on his own. Meanwhile, the Duke and Duchess of Cambridge attended the Easter Sunday Mass at St George's Chapel. The royal couple's two eldest children, Prince George and Princess Charlotte, took part alongside their parents, making their debut at the annual holiday service. The family even colour-coordinated, wearing light blue outfits. Pope Francis has used his first Easter mass service in two years to condemn the war in Ukraine. The 85-year-old made the address to around 50,000 people in St Peter's Square after holding a long service at the Vatican. It's the first time the public has been able to attend since the start of the pandemic in 2019. There's been an explosion in number of people offering financial advice on social media platforms like TikTok, YouTube and Facebook. Labelled Finfluencers. they're touting stock tips and investment ideas, but most of them don't have any qualifications and now the regulator is cracking
3: down. Matthew's friends call him the spreadsheet guy, but he wasn't always good at managing his money. I was living paycheck to paycheck, essentially. It really took a lot to try keep my head above water. He's part of a generation who are turning to the internet for financial advice. You'll be able to pick up a lot of different tips, a lot of different skills for budgeting. And there's plenty of influencers or finfluencers to follow.
1: Young people on social media absolutely are following influencers including financial influencers.
3: A recent survey by ASIC found 33 percent of young people follow at least one finfluencer. Of those more than half said they took their investment advice and 57 percent said they wanted to learn ways to invest. But while the Finfluencer community is popular, not everyone who's giving advice is qualified.
1: If they are following financial influencers, they need to also understand what's motivating people to do that. Are they being paid to promote a financial service or product?
3: Part of the problem is it's sometimes hard to tell the difference between financial advice and general advice around money. Now the corporate regulator is cracking down with tough penalties, big fines, even jail. There's a lot of trial and error. You need to find some um, people that you actually connect with, um, some people that you feel like you can trust. Because who you trust matters. Nick Hose, 7 News.
0: Hey, it's Paige DeSorbo from Giggly Squad. High quality fashion without the price tag. Say hello to Quince.
2: Sport Now and Fremantle are up to second on the AFL ladder after a masterclass from Matt Tabiner. The Dockers spearhead put on a career best performance, kicking seven goals at Marvel Stadium. Fremantle went up a gear after the main break, kicking 10 goals to three to run out 48-point winners. Today, Hawthorne faced Geelong at the MCG in their Easter Monday clash, live on 7. Adam O'Brien's Slam reports the Knights pulled a contract offer on Caelan Ponga in attempt to sign Storm star Cameron Munster. The Newcastle superstar had his best performance of the year against the Dragons in Wollongong, setting up a try and scoring another. But it wasn't enough for the win. Max Fine sealing the 21-16 victory for the Dragons with a last-minute try. A new chapter in an incredible Australian sporting story at Bells Beach with Tyler Wright claiming her first win in the famed event. Wright took out Courtney Conlong in the semis before downing five-time world champ Carissa Moore in the final. Two world titles before a debilitating two-year illness. Wright was carried up the beach by her brothers Owen and Mikey to ring the bell for the first time
4: worked so hard to be here and I'm just so beyond grateful to have the support that I have had and the love and the care as well so yeah it is it is more than a win it's the only event that I've ever really wanted to win
2: Aussie Callum Robson made the men's finals but was upstaged by Brazil's Felipe Toledo Chelsea will face Liverpool in the FA Cup final booking their place after beating Crystal Palace in their semi-final at Wembley here
4: comes our in by Ruben loftus cheek What a strike. Absolutely hit to perfection.
2: The 2-0 win sets up a replay of the League Cup final, which Liverpool won. In the Premier League, Leicester's European qualification hopes took a hit, losing 2-1 to Newcastle, thanks to a 95th-minute winner. Taking a look at the weather now, in a trough and low over the northern tropics is generating showers and storms. Heaviest in the Northern Territory's Arnhem Land. A trough in front over southeast South Australia, western Victoria, and Tasmania is bringing cooling showers and winds. Around the capitals today, Brisbane partly cloudy, 27 degrees. Sydney mostly sunny, 26. Canberra partly cloudy, 23. Melbourne, 19 degrees with periods of rain. Hobart, 17 degrees in morning showers. Adelaide, showers in 21. Perth, sunny in 24. Darwin, 34 degrees and sunny. And that is Seven's early news for this Easter Monday, the 18th of April. I'm Sally Barry.